0: Q-Code. your curiosity quest starts here
1: welcome in everybody to the q code podcast Travis Danny Allen here again to explore the world universes <laughs> <laughs> of questions <laughs> um they're so gonna go with to explore the unknown i did i had a blank
2: just <laughs> i didn't i didn't even know where to go from just there. to explore in general just explore things i uh, think that's why our podcast slogan is your curiosity quest starts here so that kind of does that help
1: yeah tra- exactly it's it's really just a shot in the dark because who knows what we're going to talk about so things that you may be curious about who knows if we'll ever get to
2: it <laughs> but, but I'm you I'm know, sure that we'll get to like at least something you're curious about maybe not everything that someone's curious about
1: I'm just saying if you're, if you're coming into this podcast with specifics uh, you just have to broaden your horizons a little bit because everything we talk about is interesting super random stuff
0: yeah but uh kind of, it's just basically any normal kind of normal conversation where it's not you, you don't have the same conversation about the same thing with the same person every time, right? Yeah. Hopefully if, or else
1: get a divorce. If this is your your first time tuning in to the podcast, uh, just to give a little bit of a background on what this pod or yeah, what this podcast is all about. And, and how it got started is basically we had another podcast a sports podcast and it was okay just we realized that we, we had a lot more fun just talking about random things than we did actually about the sports now not to take anything away from sports because we still love that and there still might be some sports coming at some point in time who knows but it's just yeah with the NBA playoffs going on who knows we are our best content <laughs> we would always start out with a random topic and just kind of see where that took us and that usually took us the first 15 20 minutes and that was the best feedback we ever got was like why don't you guys just talk just do the first 20 minutes but make it longer
2: <laughs> it's like really okay, like so- I don't think very many people listened past the first 20 minutes I know it's like, like my own wife would be like Oh, you got a new podcast out? And then she'd listen and then she'd be back in a few minutes. She's like, Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs>
1: you and listened like, to the whole two hours already. It was, it was like
2: two hours long. How did you listen to it in 20 minutes? Oh, I only listened to the beginning. As soon as you say, cause we would come in with a part that said this week in sports. And as soon as that soundtrack came on, comes on, my wife would just turn it off. And then to the point where if I would be listening to it to try and like get the show notes for the episode, I would be listening to it in the car, and as soon as that part, this week in sports, then my own daughter, who's like five at the time, would be like, Turn it off! <laughs> I don't want to listen to <laughs> no more." anymore! So, which, which, by the
0: way, you might hear us say the word sounders every once in a while, and be like, What? What is that? It's, it's, I guess that's not an actual term in um, like, the podcast biz. It's one we I made up for I just made it like up. sound drops, sound yeah, bits, sound drops, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Sound bites or whatever you want to Danny call it. Danny just we started saying sounders. Get this sounder or make this sounder.
2: And then we were like, okay. <laughs> and it just stuck. It caught on because that's what they should be called is sounders. <laughs> I
0: literally, whenever I'm doing the sound, making the sounders on my uh, laptop, I call in the file name. I'm like,
2: blah, 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 sounder. <laughs> <laughs> so basically. So maybe we're the only episode with sounders. Yeah. So. Uh, show
1: basically what we do is each week we come together and, uh, just bring a topic that we want to, that we really want to talk about. We, we form it, uh, I guess we put it in the form of a question, um, to go along with the fact that, uh, you know, we called it Q code. So we have to put it in the form of a question. It's, it's like jeopardy. So you just have to, uh, have that question mark there, but either way. Very exciting stuff today. Um, Speaking
2: of Jeopardy, really quickly, have you guys uh, seen the guy who's been killing it on Jeopardy the last couple weeks? Is Jeopardy still going? <laughs> yeah. So do you guys oh. remember Ken Jennings? Like, oh, I don't... I mean, I don't... Is that 10, 15 years ago now? He has the record for most money. won. I think it's like 2.5... or I can't remember. Two or... two Around 2 million or something. Hmm. Um, anyway, but he won like 74 episodes in a row. Oh man. And how many like 74 or something like that. But this guy, um, now has no one's ever won over a hundred thousand dollars in one episode or something like that before this guy has now done it three times in the last two weeks. And I mean, his record, his streak is at like 10 right now. Um, but with that, he's like the second all-time leading, uh, like money winner on the show because he's won so much on a lot of the episodes. And his background is he's a sports better in Vegas. Oh, I just wouldn't even want to play
1: if I knew that. I mean, people like that ruin the game. <laughs> I mean, I know that that's the purpose. Like, I mean, that's good for him. But everybody else coming on to that, like, oh man, like, why did I get chosen to go on now? Because so I have to go up against
2: this guy. Well, see if I mean you guys may or may not know me personally, um, but <laughs> like Trav and Allen do, and I have this thing where I like to I like to feel like I'm in the know with a lot of different things, and if I don't, I go out and research it. Well, Jeopardy is like my weak spot because I like to act like I know, but I don't really know. And it just comes out when I'm watching it because my wife likes to turn it on on Netflix now when we're falling asleep. <laughs> That's right. It is on Netflix. <laughs> and so they'll be like, they'll ask a question and I'll just be like, what is Comquat? Or just something random. What's Comquat? I don't know. Isn't it kumquat? A- <laughs> what like, not that like a fruit or something? Yeah. Yeah. But... <laughs> I, I'm wrong like 80% of the time, but I say it with such confidence that my wife is just laughs at me every time because I'm just like, what is Mexico? And they're like, what is Spain? And then I like, correct. And I'm like, well, at least they both speak Spanish. So now <laughs> I just totally lost my train of thought. But,
1: um, yeah, we do have a good show today. We've got three different topics, uh, very different things. So um, we're going to start off first with Danny, who is going to be asking the question, if you could explore infinite possibilities at every decision point in life, would you? I kind of, where did you come up with this question?
2: I don't know. I was just thinking, like, if I could do this, would I want to do it? and it just started from there just kind of a random thought of like man I can't I don't know specifically if it was one certain thing or if I was just sitting there daydreaming or what but I sure at some point I was just like I wish I could go back and redo that or you know and then I'm like well if I had the opportunity to do this and would I really want to and would it be a blessing or a curse so that's kind of where I came up with mine so
1: <laughs> you sure you weren't just watching uh marvel or the the avengers <laughs> dr strange yeah when he just sits there and he's like i have just witnessed all the many millions of possibilities
2: and we can win one of them <laughs> um yes but that's funny because i actually put that in here as one of my um examples examples or yeah so Actually, but I didn't think of the example until after I came up with the question. So, okay. no, w- it wasn't directly because of that. Yeah.
1: Well, let's officially get this question started by by playing Alan. Well, Alan has a little a something. A sounder.
0: For us. I didn't just survive a wreck. I wasn't just blown up yesterday. I have been stabbed, shot, poisoned, frozen, hung,
2: electrocuted, and burned.
1: Oh, really? <laughs>
2: Every morning I wake up without a scratch on me, not a dent in the fender, I am an immortal. So I came up with this question, which then made me think, where would it play out in pop culture uh, and things that we have in, I guess you could say the world, but America shows that we have here. So I think I thought of some possibilities or some examples, excuse me. You guys, if you guys think of anything else that I'm missing, let me know. But things are that are examples of people being able to relive events over and over and over again or have multiple chances at something are that movie clip that you just heard, Groundhog Day. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies as a kid. I don't know why. It always intrigued me, like the thought of of being able to have multiple chances at living a day and, and trying to perfect things. And actually now that you say it, it is coming back to me, how I came up with this question <laughs> because I watched the movie naked on Netflix. Naked? Did you guys watch that movie? No, it's like Marlon Wayans and he's like getting married, but he wakes up in an elevator naked. Okay. I think
1: we're, so now this brings up another question. <laughs> Of all the many things on Netflix for you to watch,
2: why did you choose that one? <laughs> well
0: intriguing title.
2: Yeah. Well I read the description. I was like, oh, I like things that are about the same day over and over again <laughs> just to see how they like will do it. So, I mean, it hasn't been done a million times. <laughs> like either.
0: that, what was that, uh, like, recent in the last two years horror movie? It's
1: called Happy Death
0: Day. Yeah, there's Happy two Death of them. Day. Yeah, I heard there's a second one. I watched the first one with my sister and brother-in-law in uh, Arizona. And it was, uh, I don't know, it entertained me for the time being. But then, it, like, it's nothing I would ever want to watch a
2: sequel to ever. <laughs> Is this but, is this Happy Death Day have to do with yeah? Living? She
0: keeps getting murdered over and, and over. She has and to she's trying to freaking
2: survive. And she not has to figure murdered. out who the killer is and stop him before he kills yeah. her. Oh, but like every time her brain is erased, like her memory is erased. No, no, no. no. She
0: just wakes doesn't up, doesn't know who the murderer is because she's like got him. They have a somebody mask. in a mask or something like that. But yeah,
2: oh. Maybe I'll have to watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh. That sounds that sounds really that
0: good. Happy. He's basically day. trying to trying to stop
2: being murdered. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. Because I had Groundhog Day Naked, which is about a dude who's naked in an elevator on his wedding day, and he has to figure out how to get to But he's it's more like instead of his being a day, it's an hour. He has one hour before everything resets and he has to somehow get to the wedding and have everything be perfect for this hour to like finally like stop starting over the other one is the day after tomorrow with Tom Cruise isn't that what's called the day
1: after tomorrow
2: oh yes like where he's like a yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah yep, keeps
2: yep. Emily Blunt and yeah Tom Cruise and he keeps dying yeah that was I like no, the one. day after, after tomorrow tomor- Oh no! Not is the day, day after the, tomorrow is, is that yeah. the frozen? Yeah, the edge of tomorrow. The edge, edge of, of tomorrow. Okay, I wrote that. I didn't even look it up. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> he just assumed <laughs> the day after tomorrow sounded like, right, but it's the edge of tomorrow. Uh, the day after tomorrow is that like that has, disaster? Yeah, like, it has yeah. Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. The Where there's those, like ends. a cold freeze. Yeah, yeah. in New York. Through. Dennis Quaid. Yep. Um, and then the other one was what Trav mentioned dr strange Mm -hmm. and that's the i mean he i think it's both in the standalone movie that he does where at the towards the end of that movie in that one because that was the
1: most boring one i
2: love that one good heavens it was good but towards the end probably because i got to see it towards the end he got to go like fight i don't honestly i don't fully get the whole like inner workings of all the marvel stuff but there's a character at the very end that he has to go it's like a giant head and he keeps going to wherever dimension this thing is and he has the time stone what is it called
1: the time stone
2: the infinity stone the
1: infin- well, yeah. like the
2: time infinity stone and he keeps rewinding time over and over and over like on a loop so no matter how many times that thing kills him he comes right back no. comes right back and drives him insane and that's how he wins and then of course, the famous scene in Infinity War when he's like, I just went through all 8 million possibilities or whatever, and there's one in which we can win.
1: There is one other movie that I can think of that does the whole repeat thing. I I think there's, I mean there's a few of them, but one that I actually really enjoyed, it's called 1201 and it's essentially Groundhog Day, but uh, he just, it's, it's one guy that, it's because of this machine that somehow he got connected to it and that threw him in the loop but then it was all about trying to make sure that that stopped but of course there's like a love story in it so it's it's very much like Groundhog Day just not a comedy yeah so wait
2: I think I've seen this before it like they have Polaroids or something I don't know
1: Polaroids
2: uh, maybe I'm thinking of a different movie <laughs> I swear it's something to do with like time just, travel or something just that or there's a Polaroid yeah. in it well, no, like there's like <laughs> <laughs> there's like a wall of Polaroids or something, if I remember right, in whatever movie I'm thinking of, and they can see like, oh, I, this picture kept getting taken every day because they kept going back or something. Oh, maybe I like was the machine kind of like a big machine, like in an apartment. No, okay, we're probably, think- it was that probably a, thinking it was with
1: the, it was with a like a big tech company oh, that no. did some. Anyway,
0: no, no, I just I've always yeah I like. I'll give any like movie like Groundhog Day or like repeating days over and over or any time travel movie a shot. Like I just love Ooh, the,
1: there's another love, one on Netflix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Keep keep going. Oh I, no, I well lo- it's
1: it's not necessarily reliving the day over. Uh well, I mean it kinda is. It's just uh this guy is able to time travel through a photo booth and he keeps going back to try and like hook up with this girl that he has a crush on but it just keeps so then he lives that day when he meets her over and over again because that's what sets the future in in motion and so then he'll return to the to the present time and just to see how it ends up to see if he's with her and he's like
0: never with her <laughs> <laughs> i think it's funny how like a lot of those time travel like it's a writer's job to like come up with the most interesting story possible, and all they like a lot of the times all they come up with are love stories. Like, oh, I'm gonna try and get this girl, and I can do it multiple times, and that's like the extent of it. It's like, come on, well, maybe- you really, you really had time travel. That's all. That's the thing that you would do is go and hit on a girl and try and be with that girl. It's called... If you're lonely enough, I guess.
1: It's called <laughs> When We First Met. It is on Netflix. Cause Wait, who's in that? Is that? It's Adam Devine. He's the guy... Here. Hold on. Sorry,
0: peeps. But no. <laughs> this is I just wanted to say... Who is Adam Devine? From Workaholics, if you've oh, ever watched Workaholics. Freaking hilarious. But, I mean, this is, this is kind of different, but like the butterfly effect, the original one, that one was awesome. I loved
2: that movie. Was was that Ashton Ashton Kutcher? Kutcher. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there's some examples for you of similar (laughs) ideas, I guess, (laughs) of living infinite possibilities or being able to explore infinite possibilities or the same day over and over again. So, which then made me think about, naturally, Murphy's Law. I think, Alan, I don't know if you mentioned this on the episode or before we started recording, but basically what Murphy's law states is anything that can happen will happen. What most people think it is, is anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Do you know is one of those, what you've thought it was, Trav? What? Murphy's, Murphy's law? law? Yeah.
1: I had a dog named Murphy. <laughs> So,
0: no. (laughs) And his law was he went outside and pooped every morning at 6 a.m. So, for him, everything that could go right went right.
2: (laughs) For you, everything that could go right. No, I've I've um, heard
0: the same. Like, a lot of people say anything that can go wrong will go wrong is Murphy's Law. But, like, I guess you said that's not correct. Yeah. I mean, technically, that's a sub-portion of it because if Everything that can happen does happen, then that includes everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah.
2: But it's not only, it's usually used in like a negative sense, but it's actually neither negative nor positive. I think that's actually everything. On on the movie Interstellar, I think uh, Matthew McConaughey's character says that, doesn't he? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think he does mention that. But anyway, um, so what this does is then it kind of opens up. The, uh, like infinite realities um, Alan touched on this before we started recording we probably won't go into this too deep I think this could be like an entire another episode and another question but it could touch on the idea or the topic of like infinite realities branching off at every decision point if you're making decisions that change the future outcome of everything like is that kind of what you were talking about earlier yeah <laughs> Sorry, I just stopped listening for a second. <laughs> I feel, yeah, you guys yeah, have both so, checked out on me <laughs> so far. Trav with his dog Murphy. and <laughs> You do realize that we just
1: both checked out as you just asked us a random question that we were not prepared for. <laughs> so, well, I'm sorry, Trav. It's really more like you are... Uh, You're just trying to find out if we're listening. So you
0: ask us a question and then we don't answer it. So that's your answer. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I was like trying to adjust the levels of the volume of our recording and stuff too. And then realized you were asking me a question like right
2: at the end. Oh, okay. What was your question? Real quick. So do you wish that you could go back and relive that moment and make a different decision? Sure. Why not? (laughs) Um, no, I was just asking you about the whole idea of the multiverse and just infinite realities. Every decision point breaks off into a new reality. Yeah. And that was like kind of, a, and I said that was a whole concept that we could probably talk about at another Yeah, point.
0: it is. It's like there, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a lot to get into, but there is like an actual thing. Well, it is that, infinite. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I... Yeah, I think it's safe to say there is a lot to get into
0: <laughs> when discussing multiple universes. In in phys- the realm of physics, there are like there are several avenues of getting at where you end up with mul- the whole multiverse, infinite universes theory and stuff and like one one is just I'll really quickly sum it up. Basically, the Big Bang, our Big Bang is just one of infinite Big Bangs that happened uh Due to the inflation theory uh, that happened with the Big Bang, like if inflation didn't all stop at once everywhere and it just stops in pockets, then it keeps going in other pockets. And then when those stop, that's a new Big Bang and it just keeps going forever. So we're just one of infinite Big Bangs in one universe and then like anything that can happen in any universe, any laws of physics you want, does Exist
2: somewhere since there are yeah, like, like they all have. They all have different laws of physics. Yeah, um, but yeah. So let's go into. A, I have a question for you guys to be prepared for, and then I will go through some of the things that I thought about, and then you guys can kind of answer what you have. But what are the pros and cons of having this ability or having this curse? I guess, uh, depending on where you come come down on the whole idea. But some of the pros that I thought about, if you were able to explore infinite possibilities at every decision point would be you could avoid making huge mistakes in your life um, because if you ever found a spot that you're like, wow, i made a big mistake, you could always go back and erase it basically and make sure that you may always make a good decision. Uh, Another pro I came up with was one uh, could potentially experience guilty pleasures without consequence. So Mm. like I could go and have as much freaking ice cream and cake as I wanted. And then if I feel really sick, I would just be like, okay, go back. And now I feel fine again and I'm not fat. Mm. And I mean, you could use your imagination for a lot of the guilty pleasures that you could experience. uh, If you were able to go make your decisions repeatedly or repetitively over and over again, Um, another one I thought of is you could realistically pursue perfection because right now people are like, don't try and be perfect because you can't be perfect. But if you had infinite chances, I guess sooner or later you could try to be perfect. Right?
1: I guess I, I look at it as, uh, I mean, how many tiny decisions do we make every single day that we don't even know that we make?
0: Yeah. Subconscious.
1: So, Are we saying that like I am literally going... I mean, I just feel like that's a lot of effort. Exactly. (laughs)
0: That's what I was going to say.
2: That's just too many decisions that I don't want to make. I think... I mean, no, and you're right. I think that's definitely like a con. Um, But I have one other pro, and then why don't you guys see if there's any pros that you guys have or you can think of to add to this. But another pro I thought about was being able to live all these things over and over again and experience these things... Uh, could help you um, understand the complexities of humanity and the inner workings of life better than anyone else. Like you would be the foremost expert on relationships and dynamics and how people and, mm-hmm. and re- act and react and everything because you've experienced so much. You've seen every single situation occur over and over again.
0: Because I could test like. How many hairs would I have to pull out of Danny's head repeatedly before he just breaks and murders me? (laughs) Like one? Nope. Two? Nope. Three? Well,
2: now he three. murdered me. That's no, a very I could, kind of a short fuse. I could give you the answer to that. It's when you first start reaching over. <laughs>
0: so you don't even get the one. And then I just go back and I'm just like, Danny, I know something about you that you don't even know about you. What could drive you to murder? <laughs> three hairs? And so yeah, in essence, I could control you. I could get to know you so much better than you even know you. I could literally control anything you do. I know what you would
2: love. I know what you would hate. I could steer your life. Yeah. So whatever. I mean, it's interesting that you take that concept in a direction of control and power. Mm-hmm. Sounds like I was thinking of it and more like I could be more compassionate and understanding because I would just I would just understand. Why humans do the things that they do, because I've had so much experience seeing with every decision that I make how people react to that. Trav, any other I, pros that you can think of? Or
1: no, any? honestly, I, I don't want any part of it. Like, I would w- not want any part of
2: it. So maybe you're going to be <laughs> more,
0: oh, yeah. more on the cons. I was waiting for. Uh, did we get to the cons yet? No, I'm not. Okay, I'm just going to go to the cons. Yeah, Unless anyone it. has any more pros.
2: I have zero pros.
0: I mean, pros would just be it would. I would use it kind of as a source of entertainment. It would be fun, because if there's no consequence, it's Whatever could I flip it on I and want. flip it
2: off? Well, yeah, <laughs> you, you
0: can choose
2: where when you go back. What I mean, there's you... the full fledged version where it's technically no, like every decision point. But when I and that's kind of where I was first going with the question. So but as I thought about it, that's I'm the like, premium. You would literally get. To your first decision point in life, and never move past that because it's infinite. So mm. you could never explore every single exactly. possibility. So I had to rein in it in a little bit, and I have a it's couple. Like when of, I'm
1: a baby, it's like, do I take a crap right now or not? And then I just you never just <laughs> I just you, never poo,
0: <laughs> or, or you poo repeatedly. <laughs> See, yeah, because it never ends. Yeah, because like, there's so many. I- there's an infinite possibility. So it'd be like. Not only do I take your crap right now, but do I take your crap right now and scratch my <laughs> left cheek? Do I take your crap right now? Yes, and that's scratch what I'm saying.
1: I, I I want zero part <laughs> of any of this.
2: Do I take your crap right now and also drool while doing it? So that's like the extreme, but obviously that would you do do would I take literally your crap be right blocked now. from being able to explore this any further anyway <laughs> because it would just be infinitely long from the very first decision point. So yes. And I actually have some thought experiments, um, just to run by you guys that will kind of more, um, encapsulate or, or limit how you would have these abilities that may help you better make a decision on like, well, if it was this situation, maybe I would, or if it was the situation, I definitely wouldn't. Yeah. Um, but some cons I have is, uh, you could be driven insane by having to relive the same moment over and over again, which is partially like the, it feels like the part of like all of these movies, like groundhog day, that naked movie, uh, the edge of tomorrow. Even it just feels like at some point, the characters that keep having to live this time over and over again, at some point feel like they're always about to crack. Mm. Like it's driving them nuts. Cause at first it's like, Oh, this is kind of cool. But then eventually it's like, I can't do this anymore. Well, I think the thing in in those movies is like they don't know how or
0: when it's going to ever end, if it will end. But if you have control over it, then that's a whole different story. Yeah. If you're stuck in it, that sucks.
2: If you're controlling it, you're that's cool. Which true. That's a very good distinction between the two. Yeah. Um another thought I had that would be a con is as much as like on the one side I said you could have potential guilty pleasures that you could experience and then go back without any consequence on the flip side you could also experience terrible things that like literally would mess you up and give you like PTSD like symptoms like eventually if you do enough things explore enough uh, options then you're going to run into stuff that you did not want to experience or see Mm -hmm. and then that could mess you up and stick with you Um, other things would be life could get super boring because you have no like um consequence to your decisions or there's no commitment when you decide something right now. Like sometimes part of like making a decision that's exciting is like, well, I either have to do A or I can do B, but whichever one I go with, I kind of have to stick with that path for now, and that's going to make a difference uh, and determine the outcome that I'm going to be or the path that I'm going to be on. Right. Mm-hmm. So it can make things kind of interesting. And then finally it'd be like another con I thought of is just like, it can have drastic effects on people that are your, you know, that are even unaware that these things are happening. Like if you go down one decision path and it causes the birth of some child, then you decide oh I didn't like the outcome of that and you go back and you make another decision and go down a different path is that child then never born Yeah. or does somebody get hurt because you switched uh, realities and now in this new reality or this new path they get hurt you know what I mean Mm -hmm. see see, that's what I was going to say is one of the cons
0: is basically I mean I don't know if in this scenario I'm the only one who can do it or if everyone can and if everyone can, that just gets super chaotic. But if I'm the only one that could do it, then basically I am God to everybody. So else. I saw this. I am controlling everybody else's life. I saw
1: this YouTube video. Sorry, were you done? I didn't know if I cut you off or if you were ending. <laughs> go, go on. So I saw this YouTube video of this this guy who had the power to rewind, um, the the moment. Like it only it could only go back like. Three minutes or something like that, and it's him sitting on this park bench. He's talking to this girl, and it's it's him just trying over and over again to to ask her out or to to basically get her to like him. And it just keeps showing him. It it shows you know his failures, and then he'll be like, ah, crap, and then it'll just hit rewind, and then it'll go it'll go back like three minutes mm-hmm. at the very end of the video. Apparently every time he hits rewind that self of him dies. And so that girl has to, that girl has to sit there and relive this guy's death over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> because every time he goes back to try it again, the, the, the present that he left to go back into the past. Yeah still kept going forward. It's like a
0: yeah, it's like a different universe it yeah. just branched off
1: that's still there. Yeah. So it's, like
2: she just is literally having a dude like fall over dead on Yeah,
1: every single
0: time. <laughs> well, well I'll I'll just have to try yeah, and find it. And, <laughs> but so uh Yeah, what you were saying was like like you could go back and then un you could make a decision and somebody's born and then make go back redo it and then that person's not born, which is I mean, I think that's why the you would you would have to have like a multiverse theory where it's branching off every time into a new universe where that one like you were saying, it's still going. That universe still exists with that baby being born. But then you're just
2: creating a new universe without the baby being born. Does yeah. That makes sense. But if you don't have that case and you're actually always in the same universe then people wouldn't even be aware, I guess, that these things were happening. Yeah, they would be, and if that's the case, then I mean, it's a weird way to think about it. But like, are you actually murdering people? Are you actually like committing crimes? See, okay,
1: then let's just just put it this way. I think there's just too many questions, (laughs) and it's something I just I've said it before. I don't want any part of it. I feel like it would be the most lonely life ever because you're the one that's living this. Nobody else is. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like I'm in a situation, maybe I'm not in the, you know, I'm not super rich. I, you know, my car is permanently dented from the hailstorm last year that we had. (laughs) Um, I didn't get fixed, Uh, you know, but I have a decent job. I love my family. And all of those things happened because they're, and, and some of them were just happenstance, you know, like I didn't choose to meet my wife. It just happened, but it happened because of random other choices that I made throughout my yeah. life. It it happened because I chose to go to that location that morning. And if, if I had the power to, to, you know, go through infinite, possibilities. Would I make that choice? I hope I would, but you know, what if there was before I even got to that choice to where I met her, something else intrigued
2: me and I, and I took that road. So yeah. yeah. Or it could be like as simple as like, Oh dang it. I got a freaking 60% on my test. I'm going to go back and do it again uh, so I can get a better score. But for whatever reason, that choice, when you were 14 years old, changed the entire path of your life. The butterfly effect. (laughs) And then you, like, never meet your wife because for whatever reason, that one choice completely shifted the direction of your life. We're talking
1: about things that I do not want any part of.
0: <laughs> that is so, the whole point of the movie Butterfly Effect yeah. is like he keeps trying to change things to, I think he accidentally killed somebody. He wants to not do that, but then things just keep getting
2: worse. Every time he changes another thing, it just gets worse and worse. Exactly. So you, your question is, would I do it? So yeah, this is a hypothetical. I mean, obviously, and you're right. There's so many questions. There's no answer that's right or wrong to this. It's completely hypothetical. It's completely opinion-based. So, yes, if it were in the format of the way we've been talking about it, would you do it? No, Alan. Would you do it? I would.
0: <laughs> I would probably. I would have to say. I hope that like, I would hope that that power would not ever cross my my hands. Like I would never get my hands because I would probably say the altruistic thing like no I don't want to do but then if I had it and I was just bored one day who's to say I wouldn't just be like well one time let's go see what it's like and And then and then that could just change who knows what like like maybe as long as I had a baseline that I knew how to get it exactly back to how it like normally was before then I would do it as long as I could always come back to exactly how it was Let's put and it, undo it all. Okay, I will say this.
1: If I had that power yeah. last week, I would go back and change stepping on
0: your dog's bed. <laughs> <laughs> because he got very angry at <laughs> me. <laughs> but then you wouldn't have gotten our uh,
2: cookies that would we sent I would not have gotten guys. cookies.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Once I heard that so, you were getting cookies sent to you, I was like... Wonder if Trav is gonna like instigate another attack this week so he can get more cookies. Well, when I got the text from your sister, it was you know she so apologized. So for anyone doesn't know, Trav was attacked by Alan's dog last week <laughs> after we recorded. Um, it was amazing to see Trav be able to move his legs like noodles yep, and like avoid noodles. being bit. He was basically just doing that like high step, like in football
0: practice when they're going through the tires with the high step that's basically what he did
1: but when when i got the text it was like you know asking if i was okay i was like yeah he didn't get me (laughs) he didn't you didn't touch me i did run my shin into your coffee table that pissed me off (laughs) but uh other than that i'm like i'm fine and uh your sister was like well what's your address so i can send you some cookies just to uh you know to make up for it, and I was like, in, hush, that hush case, cookies. "In that case, in that case, he ripped my whole leg off, and I need like ten boxes of cookies, <laughs> or ten continuous boxes. continuous cookies. I need just a, showing
2: I up, need a box of cookies every day <laughs> while i that's
0: all it took to apologize for ripping your whole leg off, <laughs> like, all right, cookies. Do you not, ten have boxes you, of cookies? Have you not had crumble cookies? Oh, crumble is delicious. Yeah. Okay. I work in an ER, and like <laughs> once every week or two, they just anything they had left over, they'll come and drop them off at the whole ER. So sometimes you get like freaking thirty
2: five cookies just dropped. So good, off. so good. They're big, good. rich, and delicious. But quickly to wrap this wrap this whole conversation up, though. So if I put a little parameter on it, so what if I said you have the situation, but Anytime time that you're going off exploring these alternate uh, options or experiences you're still aging at the same rate that you are in see, life see i was going to i was going to ask about that then no i would not
0: like cuz i would be wasting my time i don't think there's trying to get through like 3 moments of my life and i would if it was infinite, like I would be like, that's my entire life would be in those three moments. Yeah. I'd be like, and it'd be weird because I, I don't would keep showing up like 30 years older at the same <laughs> moment. And people are, like, what the, f-? this is just insane. You just literally aged 30 years in a split second in front of my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like if it was your crapping baby story, what if you spent like 15 years on it? Then like all of a sudden you're a crapping 15 year old baby <laughs> Yeah. I don't
2: think there's any scenario you could tell me that I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, I'd do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then this one's probably not going to help because it's kind of more of a negative. But they have a thing, what they call decision fatigue. Like even, I mean, in real life right now, as you make decisions throughout the whole day, like that's why it's harder. Like if you go on a diet, it's easier to stick to that diet in the morning. But as you get through your whole day, you go to work, you have play with your kids, you do this, you do that, you get decision to fatigue, which gets you to the point where they call it willpower, basically. Like you don't have the willpower anymore. And so now you get to eight o'clock at night and now you're like, F it, I'm just going to have a freaking piece of cake or Mm -hmm. whatever, right? So it's the same kind of thing. But if you have to, like, if you get decision fatigue from going and experiencing and exploring all these avenues, then that could be a problem too that I mean I wouldn't like to have that where it's basically now I'm making poorer and poorer decisions every time I make a decision and then finally if you could set a time limit on how far back you can go so basically like if you could say okay I can go back but I can only like go back like one hour or one minute or whatever what time limit would you put on it in order to be like okay because you don't necessarily want to go 30, like Alan said, 30 years into the future and then be like, okay, I got to go back and make a decision, change this decision I had 30 years ago, and now I got to relive that 30 years again. Hmm. Probably so. like
0: 15 to 30 seconds. And the reason I come to that conclusion is because, like, whenever I'm watching a TV show on like uh, Amazon Prime or something, they have that you can just push back once and it's like 15 seconds every time you push back the back button. And. I find myself if it's longer than like a minute ago that I like for like what, what did they say back then or whatever I'm just like I'm I don't care, but if it's like one fifteen or thirty seconds I'll rewind it that much and rewatch it to understand what they would they just said that yeah, I, I don't does
2: that make sense so yeah like basically within fifteen or thirty seconds
0: you should yeah, know so whether or not you if need I, to go I back. really want to go back like if I and it probably—I mean—if I accidentally just like murdered somebody, I probably know I want to undo that pretty quickly, <laughs> you know. But what if you were in
1: shock for like thirty-one seconds? You're like, no,
2: <laughs> <laughs> dang it! Uh, I want some yeah. overflow time. <laughs> nah, I just yeah. You just don't want it. I don't, Nope. Yeah. Well, if I had to have it and I picked a time, I think I would it would be a shorter time frame i mean a day at most um but maybe more like an hour long enough that i can be in shock for a little bit and then still make <laughs> okay. the decision uh, but yeah i think that's pretty good synopsis of my hypothetical question okay
1: well, let's move on to the <laughs> next question. We we spent quite a bit yeah. of time
0: on that one. I'm going to uh, keep this segment relatively short. I'm going to try and do it in 10 to 15 minutes. Does that sound good?
1: That sounds great. Um. So, Alan, if uh, you've been listening, know that uh, he is a uh, space, space, junkie space fanatic nerd. connoisseur of the cosmos. Yo, I oh, I like that. Dang, son! I think that's <laughs> a good one, but
2: just flip it, just like Cosmos Connoisseur. No, no, you ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do I always ruin everything? <laughs> because you take what
0: I, I wish. say and you changed it. Yeah. Can you go back and change that right now? <laughs> yes,
2: because I have one hour to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I could actually technically go back to the beginning of this podcast and start it over. But I think we're at about the 15 second mark. So I've passed what I can do. <laughs> I think. Um, Yeah. So I think what Trav was just about to get into, but I don't think Trav quite knew this part of it. So originally Alan's question was when will the first person set foot on Mars and when will human being or humans begin to colonize on Mars? But Alan's going to cut that question into two parts uh, because it's it's such a big question um, that we don't have enough time on one episode to focus on all of it. So today he's going to focus on when will the first person set foot on Mars? And then he'll focus on the rest of it, uh, in the next episode.
0: Yeah. And okay. So what I'm going to (laughs) do is start this off with a little sounder (laughs) that, uh, that I I got, you might recognize this from the movie Mars attacks. (laughs) All right.
2: That's some quality you know, <laughs> writing. <laughs> I just uh, like how it ends so abruptly.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> just like halfway through one of his. <laughs> well, I could not dip stops. off the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, yeah, it's know, like it's
0: like uh, the Emperor's New Groove where they're uh, squeak, squeakity, squeak, squeakums.
2: Squeak, you owe me a new acorn. so do you have as far as like when will the first person set foot on Mars I mean what's your opinion what's the opinion that's out there so Um, well my opinion is and um, well
0: first of all I was like okay when what what are our windows because there are certain windows that most likely when you're sending humans to Mars, especially in the beginning, you wanna time it so Mars and Earth are the closest, right? You got limited resources, limited fuel, you don't want it to take
2: forever. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong. So is that like every two years or something like that there's a window yeah. that where Mars is closer than it's every twenty six months. So every two years,
0: two months. Okay. Basically. And this last one was in uh two thousand eighteen. So the next one will be 2020 sometime, sometime 2022, 2024. I know it's still 2024, but then I, I don't know what which point like that extra two months it flips to if the goes odds. to the odd numbers. I think it might be 2025 or something, but <laughs> sorry, I'm. I fil- are you guys hearing some static? No. Okay. Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's all but,
0: good. So I but. Yeah, so I've heard. Like by 2033, like there, people have have talked about NASA being able to do it, and um, I don't know what Danny is making. He's making signals over there about something. But, anyways, um, what's your question? Your next question?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I got too many distractions going on. What's like the the distance difference. So like if they go during that window that you talk about the two or every twenty six months or whatever, how far away is Mars at that point versus if they were to go during a different time frame? Uh that's a good question.
0: Um I think Mars comes to within under forty million miles. Of Earth. like what, the, Some like of the, the figures closest, I've seen, it that? looks
2: like it's about 34 million. 34 million. Yeah, okay. As well. I've, I read, but mm-hmm. I'm assuming that they're only talking about the window that it's closest. So Yeah, that's that's at its
0: closest. Um, at its furthest, it would be our, if when we're on the opposite sides of the sun, it's the orbit, or how our distance from the sun plus Mars's distance from the sun, which we're 93 million miles away. Mars is, what, 140? I don't know the exact. I think it's 140-ish million miles away. So what is that? 230 million miles total from is, the sun? No, if you're adding our orbit or our distance from the sun plus Mars's distance from the sun, if we're on the di- opposite sides of the sun, then it's like 230 million miles
2: compared to, what, 34 million miles? Oh, okay. So it's more of an crossing orbit thing, So it's just more like when the earth and the Mars are orbiting almost in line, like yeah. When the earth, Mars and sun are all
0: lined up is when we want to go. That makes sense. Or maybe launch like a little, a few, a little bit before that.
2: Yeah. And how long does it take for, well, I guess this is a subjective question because it depends how fast we go, but, currently if we were to send someone to mars how long would that take current projections are uh, pro- about 6 months so
0: that's an issue <laughs> 6 months seems like oh yeah not that long but 6 months half a year just in space in a little in a little rocket ship or capsule with a few other people and you have no access to any outside resources. That means you have to carry everything with you, everything you need. You need water, you got to carry water. You want to save on how much water you have to take, you have to have like a 100% recycling water system to where you can just constantly drink water, You know, pee it out and drink it again.
2: Which <laughs> you I have to have, up
0: with some of those, I think. Yeah, they are. You have to have uh oxygen system, uh life support system that will not fail. This, this is you. why in the movies everybody goes into cryosleep. That's, That's true. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think they're gonna get there just, by then they should just cry
2: cryostasis or something. Yep. Yeah.
0: Like on uh Alien. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and all The other movies that you, what's
1: the <laughs> all one? the uh, basically if it's a space movie, somebody goes into cryos dazes, <laughs> yeah.
2: What's the one that just came out like a couple of years ago? Like, oh, passengers is that was called? We oh, up? yeah, passengers. And then they wake up on the one of them wakes up yeah. on accident. What's his uh, what's his name, Chris, the, uh, Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt's Pratt. character, yeah, wakes up and then he's like, well, he gets bored, doesn't he? So he like wakes up the other girl, yeah. He's like, well, she's pretty good looking and cool, so I'm gonna say that. Yeah, I don't know what happened with your cryostasis machine, but you just woke up. So now I got to hang out with you. <laughs> but yeah, like, but without that, I could see where that would be a problem. So speaking of problems, what other issues would you have if you're trying to get, I mean, trying to go from earth to Mars, there's obviously more than just the time and the timing of when it's the closest. Mm-hmm that you have to deal with uh one of those things and maybe you can elaborate on this um that i've read about is cosmic radiation yeah cosmic rays yeah maybe explain that a little bit of like why that is such a problem when you're trying to travel to mars
0: so when you're traveling to, so cosmic rays are everywhere constantly in space in even in empty space um the sun and every other star in the galaxy, they're putting out what they call cosmic rays, which are, um, I don't know if it includes also the light that it puts out, which there's harmful light, like UV light will tear apart uh, atoms and you know, tear electrons off of atoms just because it has so much energy in it. But you get um, particles like protons, which are like the nucleus of hydrogen atoms, just protons traveling at close to the speed of light. And it's a fairly big particle, relatively speaking. And if it just smashes into like your DNA, into your cells, like it can do some damage. You know, I don't know if you would actually feel it because it's still pretty small, but... So is this more like... You could easily get cancer. Like I think statistically... Uh, airline pilots, they have there is a significant uh, increase in their risk of cancer because they're up higher in the atmosphere, so less of those cosmic rays are filtered and they're getting hit more with
2: cosmic rays. Yeah. Not just them, but isn't it also like flight attendants. Well, anybody up there <laughs> <laughs> constantly for yeah for more longer than other people. But I mean, for more of like a description that you'd maybe more people can relate to. So it's just, it's more like radiation poisoning. Is that kind of what is occurring when you're exposed? Because on earth we're protected because we have an atmosphere, right? Yeah. And when you're in space, you're not protected with an atmosphere. So that's why it's such so much more of an issue and a danger. And then even if you get to Mars, Mars doesn't have nearly the uh, atmosphere, um, like it's not as thick. Or yeah, it's as, like one percent. Yeah, the
0: atmosphere that we. So
2: have. you're more exposed there too. Like I read something. I think it says like one day on Mars is like being exposed to two and a half months worth of cosmic radiation that you would yeah. be exposed to on Earth.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's radiation poisoning. Like I'm not. I don't know um, the ins and outs of like how that works exactly. Like too well. I just know that it's not a good thing when. Particles are smashing into your body particles and breaking them apart, especially in your DNA. So I know it can definitely cause cancer because it's literally breaking your DNA apart and causing mutations in it. Why do we even want to go to Mars? <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's why when you Why get is this Mar- such a big deal? Well, one you don't want to experience No. One way to get around this is you they wanna it basically they could uh, put a layer of ice into into like the outer hole of the spacecraft or whatever because water and ice is is like a super good shield against it against and cosmic natural. yeah natural so and if it's and if you did ice um, easy to keep it cold because it's space you have a lot of coldness at your uh, disposal. Mm-hmm. So easy to keep it in ice form and ice, like if a micrometeorite happens to hit, it's not going to just like your, your water drains out. It just, you know, you get a little hole in the ice
2: and patch it up. Does that makes sense? <laughs> that's kind of, I've never, I didn't know that that was one of the ways that they would, would deal with that. But yeah. that's kind of cool.
0: But and then wh- that's why when you get to Mars, you're going to, you've you, you got to have either the same type of stuff, like a shield against it until you could um, terraform Mars and make the atmosphere thicker, but that's a whole other story. But, and this we'll, we'll get into more next week when we talk about colonizing Mars. But at first, you're going to have to probably find somewhere underground to, to build your first civilization. Yeah, I'm yeah. super stoked for this.
1: This all sounds <laughs> really fun. <laughs> But there are advantages so should of doing we, it. Should we sign you up for the first flight to Mars? Trav? Oh, yeah. So, I want to yeah. be an underground Mars hermit who <laughs> 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 will most likely get cancer and die. <laughs> if space doesn't kill me, the cancer will. <laughs> hey, so space Trav, is hostile. Space is let's say,
2: Let's say you get up there. You make it on the dangerous journey. In a small capsule for six months, traveling, you get to Mars, you survive, you have protection from the radiation enough that you survive, you don't quite get cancer or anything like that. You get <laughs> don't up there. quite get it. <laughs> <laughs> you get up there, but now you're on Mars and you're having fun because- Why would I be having fun? Because there's a lot less gravity on Mars. So, so that's literally you, like 10 minutes of fun. <laughs> you first get to go up there and you're just like, Wee! you're jumping around, you feel like a superhero. But eventually, the fact that you're there, if you're there for a while, another issue that you could run into is the fact that Mars does have reduced gravity. And do you know what percentage of – is it 38% of Earth's gravity is what uh, Mars has? That sounds about right. Okay. Maybe, we could yeah, be about wrong. 40%, I think. We could be wrong. Correct us. I know the moon is 6th I'm just doing off the top of my head. But – yeah, so it's something like that. But anyway, you have this reduced gravity. If you have that much reduced gravity on your body, your body's going to start adjusting to this new reduced gravity. So what would you say? So say you spent a year up there on Mars at this reduced gravity. Would you want to come home to Earth? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a question? That was the
2: longest question. <laughs>
1: but like you could have just asked me. So just say like you go to Mars. Do you want to come home? (laughs) Yes.
2: Yes, I do. (laughs) Okay. So maybe Alan knows where I'm going with this. What would happen to you if you just came home to earth
0: with our current technology? uh, (laughs) You'd probably be, you'd be like Mr. Glass. I would assume. Your bones would be very weak. Okay, all the more not to go to Mars. <laughs>
1: okay, who who wants to go to Mars? Uh, we all do. No, For we don't. Humanity. No. Okay, I'm gonna say this, and then you can finish up however you want to do because we do have to get to the next one before we we finish today. But when I was at my 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 last job, <laughs> yeah, I I was the recruiter. And I ask this question that I like to put into the application. And that is, you know, what makes you stand out above uh, uh, from everybody else? And then I like to put in, like, hint. You know, don't just tell me that you're a hard worker and that you're dependable. Like, we know that, okay? I mean, we don't really know that, but that's not that's, what I'm looking for. That's a standard answer. Yeah. Don't give me the standard answer. This is your opportunity to be creative tell me what i'm looking for is i want them to open up and give me a little bit more about themselves not just yeah i you know i'm really hard worker i love this work and and i just i will be the I'm best a quick for learner you. I'm a quick learner yeah none of that crap that was all the other questions so this one kid <laughs> he answered with i want to be amongst the first to colonize mars <laughs> <laughs> And, but he went really? on and on. I actually wrote it down. I, I I know I have my book somewhere because I started writing down all these weird answers. And his was by far one of the the <laughs> weirdest. And unfortunately, because I did, I talked to him on the phone and I set him up. I, I actually didn't think he would be a good employee, but I really just wanted to interview him. So I was like, all right, we'll bring you in because you said you wanted to colonize <laughs> Mars and I want to see what type <laughs> of person you are.
2: <sighs> Douche never showed. Ah, what? Well, he's freaking colonizing Mars. Yeah, right no, now. he's up in the clouds, man. He's not yeah, colonizing Mars. Well, that's, that's <laughs> on the way to Mars. You got to go through the clouds.
0: But so here's the thing I would not. I would refuse to be one of the first. I would not want to be the first people to go to Mars at all.
2: It'd be I'd, crappy to be yeah, one okay. of the first.
0: I would, I would be. I have
1: would, a really big question, but this has to wait until next week because it's really more with the uh, colonizing colonizing part. Mm-hmm. But uh, but can yeah. I just <laughs> oh, no, so you're not gonna ask it? No, no, okay. I'm, I'm waiting till next week. But I'm just right. I'm just prefacing.
2: I think, Trav, and... I honestly think just knowing you and and by now maybe the listeners are starting to get to know like the different personalities that we each have on the show but knowing you I think you will enjoy the colonizing Mars conversation more than the conversation we've had today because in my opinion it's got some yeah. of the more interesting things and like the fun just things yeah. to think about and let's just say getting there
0: even though that's super hard too is a thousand times easier than colonizing Mars. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm just gonna say that. I yeah, wholehearted. I, I wholeheartedly believe we can get to Mars and even put a human on the surface of Mars for a little while uh, in the next fifteen years. But colonizing it—that's like I don't know if that's gonna happen anytime, even if in
2: our lifetimes. I'll just say that. So I think what I saw (laughs) is NASA, because this kind of answers your question, your direct question, Alan, was when will the first person set foot on Mars? Well, NASA has put out dates ranging from what I could see uh, from my research of anywhere somewhere in the late 2030s. To the early 2040s is kind of like the window in which it looks like NASA is targeting partially due to just like them building up these programs but partially mm. due to politics and it's just harder yeah, for politics them to get sucks for NASA. harder for them to get things done on the flip side though private industry and the most famous company right now SpaceX. for that is SpaceX owned by Elon Musk The C- or is he still the CEO of Tesla I can't remember yeah. what happened with that whole situation I think so what? What happened? There was there semantics. Was, we'll get. That's different <laughs> for a different day. But anyway, um, he has a plan to send a cargo ship up to Mars in 2022, uh, which is just three years away, and then send the first. If that's successful, mm-hmm. send the first manned mission to Mars in 2024. So we literally could be within five, five years, years. Yeah. of seeing a human step foot on Mars. Which, for me, I mean, I'm not as big of a cosmic. Connoisseur, as Trav says, connoisseur but, of the cosmos. Oh, is what yeah, he yeah said. man. But don't try
1: to interject your own. <laughs>
2: own. <laughs> but I think that's pretty awesome. Like I, yeah, I. As much as I wouldn't want to be the first person on Mars or one of the early settlers of Mars, much like it sounds like we've established, a Trav wouldn't want to be, and it sounds like Alan wouldn't want to be either. Yeah. But I would like to be alive and see on like a cool like new up. New special news bulletin, or like a whatever they call it, like when breaking news bulletin, or yeah, that like how they covered it up. with Apollo, yeah, like with the moon, but like HD
0: TV and better sound yeah. <laughs> <laughs> than a cutting out radio. Yeah, that's one small step for man,
1: <laughs> one giant leap for mankind.
2: Then they come back and we're like, uh, dude, why were you making like <sighs> sounds with your mouth? We have like perfect quality audio. <laughs> Which speaking of, is it? How one last question, then we'll move on to Tras. But how long does it take for like if I were to get back? And yeah, if between. I were to talk to you, you were on Mars, and I was on Earth. How long would it take for me to get an answer from you once I ask a question? Well, if we were what 34 you said 34 million miles apart i mean if you want we can answer this on the next show if you don't i just thought maybe you had the answer right off the top of your head um i want to say it's something like 14 minutes would be my my first thought but if you (laughs) don't have
0: the answer answer is 182 seconds so three minutes and two seconds or closer to
1: 183 still that's like you know when you're watching those sports interviews or whatever and there's that like Two second delay and it's super annoying. Yeah. But yeah, this is. one, they're just like some guys like on Mars. They're like, all right, yeah, hey Johnny, uh looks like uh yeah, there's not a lot there, but uh tell us tell us about the conditions. <laughs> <laughs> three minutes
0: <laughs> Well, actually, actually it'd be three minutes for your question to get there, and then three minutes. Also six minutes, yeah. Okay. Six
1: minutes before he's just like Yeah, um uh <laughs> Just a lot of rocks and uh dust. They're like what? Pretty sure I have cancer now. Um but then he has to stand there for 6 to 7 minutes. I'm not coming to, back for,
2: for you to answer. Yeah. It.
1: I'm not coming back because if I do, I'll be like Mr. Glass. So I don't know why I really agreed to come on this. It was my death sentence. Uh, so, Trav, well, well maybe- now I'm in the history
2: books. Whoop de doo. Well, maybe this will help uh, convince you to go. But also, one thing that they found in early studies and experiments that they've done is that microbes and diseases, infections are much worse in space um, than they are here on Earth because. Of the lack of gravity, they're able to adjust and alter faster, and then precautionary measures, medicine, and stuff like that just don't work anymore. <laughs> so why would I want? So to? are you? Is this you, a pro? Would that help you also make a decision <laughs> to, to stay? So now you can go up there, get <laughs> cancer. You can't really get treated. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> what kind of <laughs> stupid decisions are we making? Our taxes are
0: paying for this crap. <laughs> well, when we settled the new world, when we came to America, there was a lot of. Death and like things and the obstacles, whatever destruction. We'll we'll talk about this
1: next week. I'm gonna come up with. But are you like why did we ever come to America? (laughs) No, no,
2: because this is all
1: on Earth.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So we uh, we got all right. Let's let's move on. Thanks, Alan, for that uh, lovely question. Now, um, now <laughs> You give me a lot to think about. But, but I love Trav, ways to tell you Trav's, how stupid it is. Trav's question is uh, I'm gonna <laughs> on, I know Trav wanted Wait, wait, wait. Can we tell Trav's story
0: about Mars real quick? My story about Mars? When you thought you saw Mars.
2: How about next week? Okay, next we'll, week. we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> so I'm gonna let Trav kind of ask the question because I know he might want to tweak the way that it was worded a little bit. So what was your question for this week, Trav? So it's basically, what's,
1: what scares you? Um, and uh, the reason why I came up <laughs> with this question it started off really stupid, but I was at work, went to the bathroom, and, uh, you know, I'm just going to be frank. It was a number two. <laughs> uh, went to flush, and the water just started rising, and I started panicking. Like, what do I do? There's no bludger in here. And I'm stuck in this stall and I'm afraid and I just didn't, I also because I know the janitor and I don't want to just like leave and have him be like, what the crap, man? <laughs> like, like, literally? Literally
2: what, who What did the this? crap?
0: I,
1: I saw you leave last. You know it was you. So anyway, <laughs> so like all that stuff started to scare me. So I started thinking like, what are like all the other times that I've I mean that's a little unconventional, but yeah. So I wanted to kind of talk about the times that I've just literally been scared. What scares,
2: not just you, but
1: not necessarily like phobias. And yeah, people. and then I and then I want to find out like from you guys. You know, tell tell a story about uh, when when you were just scared. Um, but uh, we'll we'll start with this first. <laughs> now i don't want anybody to say because i one of you were gonna say something about what that clip was (laughs) i was i was just about to say it (laughs) don't say it and i want you guys to go on and comment on our instagram or facebook or whatever what What that that was from was from and then uh if you get it congratulations (laughs) congratulations <laughs> where this is the beginning of a podcast. We literally have no, we have no, we have no prizes. Prizes right now, but, but maybe eventually we'll have like t-shirts. Give or you a pat on the back and we can send out. But uh, so uh, a few days ago, earlier this week, I had a dream and uh, I don't remember anything much about it. I'm not Danny. I can't literally remember full conversations I have in my dreams, every single little minute detail, it's a special skill. I, I don't know
2: why I have that ability, but I
1: just do. The only re- reason why I remember it is because it scared the crap out of me. Um, and it was, I don't know where I was. All i remember I was in this room and there were just a bunch of friggin' spiders and I'm, I don't have arachnophobia, I'm not like super scared of like I'm the guy you know in my our house, like if there's a spider there, I'm gonna go kill it, you know, or put it in a napkin and be and set it out into the world just kidding, I'll will squish it. I'm not that I'm not humane to spiders um yeah,
0: I, I have arachnophobia up
1: the wazoo. okay, so some of these stories are probably gonna freak you out, uh-huh. but uh. But, yeah, and so I just remember one climbing up on my hand and biting, like, my middle finger. And for some reason, like, in my dream, I mean, I know, like, things can't actually hurt you in your dreams, but I feel like there's something hurt in my dream. (laughs) Like, I was like, ow!
2: (laughs) Like, I could feel something, but... (laughs) Well, I think, like, even though you're, like, not physically necessarily being hurt on the outside world, but in your dream, you can still feel pain. Well, yeah. But, hey, it's... Like, because pain
0: ultimately is in your brain, like the yeah. signal. So it just, yeah. like, my brain told me, oh, you
1: got bit by a spider, and now it hurts. It's like a new rap. The pain is in your brain. Yeah. But, uh, so, I wanted to start out with uh, a, a story from my childhood. One of the reasons why just spiders give me the heebie-jeebies Um I don't remember exactly how old I was. I was younger than 12 uh, because it's when I moved from this particular house. But uh, so maybe like 10 years old. And uh, I was home. It was after school. It was just me and my dad. And uh, a couple days prior, I, I saw this spider and I went and got my parents. And when I got back, because I wasn't going to touch it. <laughs> it was like a big old spider. And when I went and got my parents, came back, the spider was gone. And so, ah, uh, you know, I don't know where it went. We looked for it. Couldn't find it. Well, we are sitting in the kitchen. I'm sitting at the counter, I don't know, doing homework or something. My dad says, you know, I'll be right back. I'm going to go down the street and get the mail because we, we lived in a cul-de-sac, had to go down the street to, to a, a central box for everybody. Ah. And uh, so he's, I was like, all right. So he left about 30 seconds after he left. I felt this tingle on my head. And um, you can pretty much figure out where it's going from here. But I didn't touch it because I was afraid something was on my head. I didn't know what it was, <laughs> but also thought to myself, cause I didn't feel anything after that. I was like, Oh, it was probably just like, you know, like when your hair um, wins, just yeah. moves yeah. or something and it just kind of tickles yeah. or something. So I was like, ah, oh, it's probably what it was, but still I was not going to touch the top of my head just in case I was going to wait for my dad. So he got back and, uh, he's looking at the mail and I say, Hey dad, uh, is there something on top of my head? And he looks up from the mail and his eyes just got so big. <laughs> and he
0: was like, don't move. I'm like, what, what is it? <laughs> Do you think it's he was messing with you at first? Well, I don't know. I was like, okay.
1: Like how old were you again? I was like 10, 10. Okay. So my dad just gets like a paper towel and he brushes it off and it falls on the counter. Now in my memory, it is a giant tarantula. <laughs> It was probably not a tarantula. But it was huge. It was one of the bigger spiders that I've seen. Was it like Like, a wolf spider? It was probably a wolf spider. But it just seemed so massive. Mm. And uh, like big enough that it wasn't just like a tiny spider in my head. It was... Just sitting on top, and my dad was like, Oh my gosh,
0: you like, don't move. Something you could feel the mass of, yes, yes, like the
2: weight of, yes. It. Is this why you wear hats all the time now? Probably, you just to protect, touching <laughs> protect yourself I actually really hate hair,
1: like, I would go bald if I could. I don't, it's a weird thing, we'll talk about that later. Another episode, <laughs> you could shave me. your head, I could, but my wife likes me not being bald, <laughs> so um, so that's that one. Um, Later on in life, after uh, I was married, and uh, my wife and I were in between homes. We're waiting for a a home to open up for us, and so we we needed to find a spot to live, so we lived in her parents' basement. And it had just flooded a, a couple weeks prior. Now, it wasn't all wet or anything like that, but there was still water damage. And every night, I would go around the the floorboards or, or just like the, where the, where the floor meets the wall. And just in those crevices, uh. there were tons of spiders, tons of wolf spiders. And I would just go and I would spray them with killer. And I would just, die like in your house poison killer yeah well no I think we didn't have that so I think I just sprayed him with hairspray <laughs> but <laughs> it did the trick
2: they are all like oh, 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 sticky I don't know <laughs> our spiders
0: kind of hairy so you're just like kind of doing them a favor I, I don't like, know hey,
2: thanks but like, I haven't been this stylish in a long time.
1: <laughs> so, and the thing is, because half of our stuff was in storage, and mm. um, so we just had our mattress that was sitting on the floor. Oh, and uh, so one night, my wife's asleep, I'm watching TV, and from the glow from the TV, I see this spider crawling across the top of our uh, of the covers, and so I hurry turn over and flip the light on and I try and look for it, and it's gone.
0: I hate when they disappear. <laughs> That happened to me once here. Oh, <laughs> I seriously searched for an hour You're like it's before be I here. found it. It's got to be. Because here. I was like, I'm not going to not find it.
1: Well, so I never found it. Well, I lied. I didn't find it while the light was on. Flip the light off. All of a sudden, it's there again. It's like it appears <laughs> in the
2: dark. It's only in the dark. And it's
1: crawling again. So I like hurry, flip the light on, and it's gone again. It's like, <laughs> son of a... Ah! So I turned the light off and there it is again. I'm like, all right, I'm not flipping the light on. I am just going to kill you here and now. And the choice that I, and, cause I didn't want to move out of the bed. So I was like, I have to kill you with whatever is in my reach <laughs> and nothing was in my reach. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to kill you with my bare hands, but I can't kill you with my fingers. Cause that's icky. <laughs> so I just balled up my fist and I was going to punch the hell out of it. <laughs> And so I wind up and I just smack and I killed it but then immediately my wife sits up and she's grabbing her leg and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and, she's like and, and it's kind of one of those like silent screams where she's like <laughs> and she just looks at me and you could tell that like she was in so- so, so confused. It's just
2: like it's just yeah. this abusive relationship. And she's so tired she's and doesn't in. know
1: like why all this pain just all of a sudden just saw, shot through her body. And she looks over at me and she goes, "Why?" <laughs> and so I just, I just looked at her. And I was like, "Babe, I am so sorry." <laughs> there was a spider. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to punch you. But so... It was on her, basically. Yeah, but it... it, Like, on the blanket. The times that I flipped the light on, it was going across my side. But I... I couldn't tell because we had like a couple blankets on there. So I couldn't tell where her leg was. I thought you
0: were going to say in the end that you finally figured out it was something that was just like
1: from the glow of the TV that it wasn't a
0: spider. It was a spider.
1: And then I just, it just made me punch my wife.
2: (laughs) But (laughs) speaking of spiders really quickly, just so a couple months ago, I wake up to something freaky and the fact that it's all of a sudden, you know how sometimes you just sense something and then I'll, you know, when you're sleeping. So I wake up from a dead sleep because I sense something. And when I open my eyes, it was my 13-year-old son and his, thir- and his friend. Like, he's also 13. I'm like, and his 13-year-old <laughs> friend. But they're just standing there right next to my bed. Yeah, there's like, nothing
1: more creepy than somebody standing there watching you yeah, sleep. And I'm like,
2: what? And I'm like, kind of like, what's going on? He's like, dad, there's a spider in my room. <laughs> 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 like what and they're like it's huge and they're like come and find come and help us find it and kill it so now I'm like half asleep I go in there I'm like literally like oh trying man, to look under, if I under son, everything 13-year-old. trying to like kill it yourself <laughs> <laughs> trying to find this stupid spider but I cannot see it or find it or whatever they're like it ran under there so ultimately I wanted to go back to bed so what I did is I armed them both with like a five pound like dumbbell weight. And I said, here, just go to sleep with this. They both slept with a five pound dumbbell weight, waiting for the soap biter to come out so they could smash it.
1: It's like crawling on your son's face. And his friend's like, got it!
2: <laughs> yeah. If I would have heard your story about punching your wife, I might have thought twice before giving, giving them, them five, five pound dumbbell, dumb- dumbbell yeah, yeah. So well,
0: can I tell my yeah. story? So nothing is worse than when you're driving and something
2: happens because you cannot deal with it properly, right? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, one time I jammed my finger freaking bad trying to kill a mosquito that was, like, on my windshield, <laughs> and I tried to hit it, and I, like, jammed my finger on the windshield. That is that is so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was what you guys were talking about. Well, we don't no. know what he's talking about because yeah. you interrupted him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: So I was driving once, uh, like summertime, because it's warm, my window's down, and I see this big spider just like right in, so you know how like the windows of cars, they're not just straight up and down, like the kind of, the opening curves Mm -hmm. with the door, so it's coming down from the seal of the window, but it's like a few inches in the car, like where it's coming down to, you know? which is like over my leg and it's just like hanging on the, on the whatever on its uh, web. And so I'm like trying to blow on it. Like, <gasps> no, cause then it's coming back. What and it comes back? Well, yeah, and then it's like it starts (laughs) swinging and stuff, and then like I'm on a road and there's nowhere that I can turn right. I would have needed to make a right turn so that it gets like flung out the window, and then I can roll the window up, or (laughs) else I'm gonna roll up the window with it inside. And so I'm like just trying to blow on it. I'm like, where can I turn left? Where can I turn? Where can I turn right? And then it just dropped, and I was like, ah, and I you know, <laughs> patted my, my, uh, what do you call it? Pants. Your pants? I was going to say lap. Just like the <laughs> Pat, 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 pat. <laughs> Trying to get it off wherever it is. Couldn't find it. I was like, it's probably in my bum crack somewhere. I don't, I don't know. Bum crack. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my bum crack. Look of all the places. <laughs> Went straight for the bum. <laughs> Did you ever find it? No. And so <laughs> finally when I got out of the car, when I stopped, like on the side of the road, I got out of my car and just did that thing where you like just pat everywhere on your body, you like wipe it off, and you're like, ah!
2: yeah, oh. and then like rubbing I your feel hair. Like this story needs a lot of like visual <laughs> presence <laughs> to just see all the movements. Spiders that making. are just eerie,
1: <laughs> but um, another, another thing that I wanted to go into was uh, you know. As far as, like, real fears, I mean, like, I'm a little claustrophobic. I don't like heights, don't like spiders, snakes, just bugs in general. I mean, it's not like if a bug's on me, I'm going to freak out. But it's just I'd rather not have a bug on me. Um, I just hate mosquitoes. I'm not scared of them, but I hate them so bad. <laughs> <laughs> they are annoying. But when we're talking about the paranormal, yeah, sometimes that stuff, like gets me uh. and uh it's it's really more just the thought not necessarily that i am just huge into the thoughts of all these you know paranormal things happening but uh for in the example, right situation paranormal activity that movie uh went and saw it just the first one but <laughs> whatever reason i went and saw that movie it scared the hell out of me <laughs> and when i went back home I could not sleep with my feet dangling out of the blankets, lest a demon come and pull me out of the bed. <laughs> and I am a person, I need to have my feet out because I get so hot. And so I need them dangling. So I just slept for like two weeks straight. I was super sweaty because I just needed, my feet had to be in to the protection of the covers. <laughs> um, but with that, uh, the couple of stories that I had um, was, well, with, with ghosts. Okay. And I don't know what this was or anything like that. There's probably logical explanations, but it's kind of freaky. So, uh, one of the places that I lived was uh, in my grandparents' uh, old home after they passed. And uh, my wife and I were, were laying in bed. She was asleep, of course, so I was sleeping, and I'm just watching TV. And I'm ready to pounce and punch I can it. tell you the movie that I was watching was Beaches. It was on TV. I'd with, never seen that. No, 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 Not The Beach. Oh. Beaches with Bette Midler. The one that <laughs> came up with the song. That's like, did you ever know that you're my hero? Yeah. That's the song that this, uh, that's the movie that this song came oh. from. And it's just, long story short, it's just about two friends. One of them gets cancer and it's sad, but I'd never seen it. And, and then it was your was just on. your
2: wife just popped up and punched
1: you. no, no. <laughs>
0: She, she didn't have there was any no other. Problem. She just. Domestic slept. violence in this story. She
1: slept, yeah. She slept through this whole thing. Um, and I'm watching it, and it cuts to a commercial. And like all of a sudden, I hear like this music, and I just kind of assumed that it was the commercial. But then the commercial changed, and the music still stayed constant. And I was like, what the crap? And so then I like actually mute the TV, and there is music playing in my house somewhere. <laughs> and I was like, what the crap? So I get out. No, no, this is before we had kids. So I get up and I go into the kitchen. We had one of those iPod docks, but you actually had to like, it's not like you could just bump it and it would play. You had to push a button down to like get it to play. And somehow it just started playing. And so I turned it off and I was like, this is kind of creeping me out. So I went back, laid down in bed, turned on TV again. Um, But I still had it on mute because I was like... (laughs) Like listening and all of a sudden i hear uh, this is probably about like five minutes later all the way across from the the other side of the house in the office the computer just turns on and you hear it go like, Doon, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like what the crap is going on here and i go i grab i i can't remember what i grabbed i grabbed something and i'm walking out and i walk into the other room and i turn off the computer and and then I just spoke to the air because I was like, grandma, <laughs> grandpa, all of a sudden you're just like, you've got mail. I was like, if <gasps> you guys are doing this, it's freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> but which kind of goes into um, a couple of other things before, and then I'll be done. Um, Quincy, my wife, her, some of her f- biggest fear is just having an intruder in our home. And I, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a call and she's like, somebody's in our house. Nobody has ever been in our house. But (laughs) um, she, when we were in my grandparents' house and living there and I, I was working graveyard shifts at a hotel and I get this call and she's like, there's somebody in here. I heard them and I think they're in the laundry room. And I was like, okay, stop and listen. If there's somebody in the house, you heard one sound. Do you hear other sounds? Cause it's not like they're just gonna make one sound and then just stop making sounds. She's like, No, I don't hear anything. And I was like, All right. Well, she's like, Well, I called my dad anyway. And so he came in and then they have what I call our Gibson jokes. That's our last that's my wife's maiden name. And Gibson jokes are the worst jokes ever because they make you feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> they they are just like they're not normal jokes in a sense that it's like like you know, ha, ha, like, ha. ha It's like, I'm going to scare the crap out of you. And it, it's not even gonna be funny. Like, it would be like one of those pranks where you think that somebody died. And then finally they come out and they're like, ha ha ha, ha. <laughs> You know? <laughs> so. <laughs> like the
2: hidden video ones that they just like take it too yes, far. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's those where you, they take it too so far. So April
0: Fools must be very oh, crazy Oh, I hate April them. Fools.
2: But,
1: so he comes in and of course he goes in and he's like, oh my gosh, there's somebody here. She's freaking out. Turns out it was a broom that because uh, the, the laundry it was going slid and door. slid and then hit the door and the door slammed. <laughs> and so she thought somebody was in the house. <laughs> um, and then there was another in the, in the house that we currently live, uh, there was just a sound that was going on. I actually had to come home early uh, to try and figure it out. And I, it took me like a couple weeks to figure it out because we kept hearing it intermittently. And finally figured out that i kept hearing it when it was windy and uh found out it was just our electrical box outside i didn't when i went out there the last time to turn off the the power uh-huh. for something um i didn't latch it <laughs> <So> anytime <laughs> it was windy it would go whoop whoop, whoop. <laughs> but, uh, wait, was this at the, your grandparents' house? No, no, this so. was at our current house. But anyway, so what, uh, I mean, as far as like any situations, I know we're kind of running out of time here, but do you guys have anything that like seriously scared the crap out well, of
0: you? Well, on my, I just wanted to say this because you uh, the broom that fell over reminded me of this. So I have this back porch that whenever I'm out on my back porch, my dog sits right next to me, whatever, and I have a broom out there. That I like kind of stand up and like it leans against the corner of the door. So because I use it to broom off my uh, sweep off my back porch every once in a while. And I would have said <laughs> <laughs> the scaredest, the the like the highest I've ever seen my dog jump have been like the two times that he's just been chilling there, sitting there, and the wind just blows it over <laughs> and it it like lands right in front of him. He's just like <laughs> he just
2: jumps ten feet in the air. Brooms well, are your, scary. Dog, your dog sounds like that. <laughs> Brooms are scary. Uh, but what about you, Danny? Um, so I prepared a few things, but then Trav sent something. He's like, why don't you guys just like, narrow it down to one? Which is fine. because So I'm going to let you guys decide which one you want to hear out of. I have birds. <laughs> Pills. Well, should we start with mine? Because mine sucks.
0: Oh, I thought that was... No, that was about my dog and just your broom. Oh. Yes, go so ahead. So mine is kind of like, I think it was my grandma too but not my grandma. It's weird. Cause I was, and it's probably, I was just dreaming it, but I swear I was awake. <laughs> Cause it's one of those times when you're like half asleep, but you're not asleep. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like
2: I, this, I could, I could a story is like very uncommitting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're awake, but not no, awake. Okay.
0: It would, let me just but say, yeah,
2: <laughs> I could have been asleep, but it was, but like my it was grandma, all super grandma.
0: vivid. It was all like, it was real life to me. And so it was just like, I was sleeping I, on
2: my side. I always sleep on my side. <laughs> Alan, you don't have to act it out when we're on a podcast. Like this whole time me telling stories, he's act, He's acted out every story he's
0: told. <laughs> That's how I tell stories. Okay? <laughs> I'm very animated. But so I'm sleeping on my side and, well, awake (laughs) and this was like shortly after my grandma died or a few years (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to remember as best as I could I just know I was the scaredest I've ever been and I swear I could hear and I did not want to turn over because I was in my mind I will see a demon or a ghost if I turn over because I could hear plain as day whispering right in my ear and saying <laughs> It's just like the freakiest voice you could ever was imagine. Was that where where This was, was it? So, remember when you were living Danny in Centerville at that apartment and you had the upstairs like yeah. bedroom like the, the master lofts. bedroom that it was, was like a loft, loft. yeah <laughs> it, was, it was when I was staying at your house for a while or in that apartment and um, I'm glad I never spent there there I was up in there. And Wait, you were in the loft? Yeah, I was up in the loft. It's freaky. And that's when you heard it? So yeah, I heard it. You sure it wasn't just Danny going no. like, yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm not done, guys. It gets, it gets scarier. Oh. I hear this. I'm like, I'm not turning over because I will see something I can't unsee. Sure of it. And th- after a while, I legit, that's when I felt the covers start like down by my legs start to be pulled. Just like I could feel it like pulling. You know how you get that pressure? Yeah. Pulse? It was plain as day. It was happening. There was whispers. I was like, oh my God. And then that's when I finally <laughs> was just like, ah! And I just jumped up, like up into the corner of the bed and there was nothing there. But I was like to the point where it was almost touching me, but through the covers, pulling the covers. Yeah. And to this day... I'm like, I don't know if it was grandma, because why would grandma do that to me? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I had to,
2: it might have been her messing with me, but why was she? That's why it was probably a demon. So my story is one day I got really (laughs) sick, and I came home early from work. It's when we lived in that Centerville apartment. (laughs) same one. I like crawled upstairs and I just needed help and I was like, "Alan, okay, you're <laughs> Allen. An and I was idiot. like, "I'm almost there." And I was trying to pull myself up on the bed, and then you freaked out and kicked my head and I got knocked out. <laughs> just kidding, that's not really mine. But okay, so you guys, birds, birds, pills, pills, and I picked these because I thought we were supposed to do unconventional scary things, but then actually I added one. But then the giant shadow hand. <laughs> Which one would you guys like? I'm gonna shadow? go with the giant shadow hand. Giant shadow hand. <laughs> okay, you chose wisely. <laughs> okay, so no, this is just—I don't know. I was just trying to think of unconventional things that have scared me in life because originally I thought that's kind of the direction. Well, it's kind
1: of trying. unconventional. It's like these aren't things that like are super like these aren't like fears
2: necessarily, yeah. but it's like something that scared you. Yeah, it's not like no, exactly. Like it's not heights. Yeah, yeah, but. So this, I and mean, it's funny because Trav had a lot of stories at his grandma's. Alan had a story where he thought it was his grandma and this one happened at my grandma's house. It's the
1: same grandma. <laughs>
2: you guys, you oh, yeah. guys have the we same, have same grandma. Share, we share one. That's what happens when you're <laughs> brothers. But, no, like this. It's not like if you're like half brothers. Grandma. If you're half this brothers, is, you could have I remember, a whole different things. That's set of true. If you, when I was younger, but when I say younger, I'm meaning like when I was in high school age and maybe even like out of high school a little bit. But this is like a reoccurring thing. But I think it's just all built up in my head. And so, like, it just started off where I think I was down there in her basement one day, but her basement's finished. It's not like it's a scary basement or yeah. anything like that. But I was down there turn out the lights and then in my head I was like okay I have to make it up the stairs within five seconds <laughs> or this giant shadow hand will grab me and pull me back down what and so every time Why? after like I came up with that initially like that just became what happened if I was the last person in the basement <laughs> And so, like, I'm sure, like, people probably wondered why I was always frantically running (laughs) up the stairs. (laughs) Well, that's what you're supposed to do. (laughs) Because I was always like, as soon as I took, because we have like a light switch that was kind of like right by the bottom of the stairs. And I'm like, okay, as soon as I flip it, I have to go because like, like the shadow hand is super fast but it's not it <laughs> it's gives me five, like a few seconds do you
1: even see the shadow hand it's just made up in your yeah mind.
2: I just made it up one day and then it <laughs> became a thing that like I got more and more paranoid every time <laughs> that I was gonna this. get caught by the shadow hand and like there was a couple times like I slipped and smacked my shin on like the stairs but I had to like keep going like, well yeah because you, your grandparents had that like
1: linoleum yeah, it was like, like, like hard flooring on the stairs so like there was no cushion it was just and if you just i mean imagine somebody like if you say you cried or something you had like a tear uh, you were cutting onions and went on the stairs and a tear dropped on those floor <laughs> that, that you were going to die the next person going down would slip on that tear
2: and you would just fall down to your death but yeah that was i don't that like that was one that's like yeah it's not like i ever actually witnessed a shadow hand i just literally made up the shadow <laughs> hand in my head sometime it's when I was probably around thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, 15. And then I just started every time I would leave that basement, I would run up the stairs because I'd picture this. I shit think a
1: there. lot of people do that though.
2: And maybe not yeah. thinking it's a shadow hand,
1: but just you turn the light off down the stairs. you just somebody coming to get you.
2: You got <laughs> to get up the stairs. You only quick. have so much time. I was, I
0: was wondering if maybe that's where I got it, it was from you. Cause like that's some, that happens to me sometimes or like if, if like I with with some friends and we just watched a scary movie and we're all going upstairs and that, like you said, if I'm the last one, like I'm like right on the butt of whoever's in front of me. Like I'm not just hanging back. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. yeah. Like that's true. Guys, come on, let's go.
1: <laughs> but anyway, so
0: those are it. Uh,
1: go to our, uh, our webpage or our Facebook, Instagram. Tell us some of your scary stories, uh, times that you got scared Um and uh you know what we'll we'll read them on the, on the air um if they're if they're if worth they're good. if they're worth it I guess <laughs>
2: we'll be the judge of that
1: but uh thanks guys. Sorry, we went a little
2: extra long today. um join us next time though uh next week we'll be talking about what uh, the questions we'll have is what is the jersey devil hashtag are you a hashtag abuser and <laughs> just through the hashtag <laughs> I know I like to add my own things. <laughs> And then, uh, when will humans colonize Mars? So I think those will all be fun conversation pieces.
1: So be sure to visit us, uh, at our, or follow us on Twitter at Q code podcast, Facebook, Instagram, both at Q code podcast as well. Um, web, our website is qcodepodcast.com and then of course our, uh, Our podcast is played on, and you can subscribe on YouTube. Sorry, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. So thanks, guys, for listening, and
2: uh, join us next week. Have a good one.